This week's episode of If I Was a Betting Man is brought to you by Draft.com. Do you like fantasy sports but don't want to commit to a whole season? On Draft, you play live snake drafts with other people, just like in a season-long league. Drafts last for just one night, and once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire, just set it and forget it. And the best part, play for cold, hard cash and get paid out the next day. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. And all If I Was a Betting Man listeners get a free entry into to a real money football draft when you make your first deposit. Just use the promo code BETTINGMAN. That's right, play a real money game for free just for using the promo code BETTINGMAN when you make your first deposit. Search Draft in your app store, go to draft.com and enter the promo code BETTINGMAN today. This week, we're going to discuss the results of NFL Week 13, news around the NFL, a check-in on the early college basketball season, and our Week 14 picks. All if I was a betting man! All right, on the line, we got Jace from San Diego. How you doing, Jace? Good, John. How you doing? I'm good, man. Good to talk to you. Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, glad to be back. It's Uh, been a while. It has been a while. Uh... You are in San Diego. I assume the sun is shining, the waves are crashing. <laughs> it has been raining the past two days, which what? is uh, like the apocalypse out here, especially if you're in a car. Right. So do people just like not go to work because it's raining? Yeah. Or they just, it's perilous to drive around. People right. have no idea. Pe- like no winter idea. coats start coming out. You see like crazy jackets on the street. Yeah, absolutely. It's. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. You know? No. So you're not, you're taking one day off from cargo shorts is what I'm getting. <laughs> cargo shorts. Wow. That's a, I haven't worn those in yeah, a long, long time. Yeah. When you used to wear let's, them, like me and you, you know, anyone our age wore them constantly. Let's yeah, not start hilarious. the podcast off with a batch of lies. All right. Yeah. <laughs> You're a cargo shorts guy, and you always will be. All right, let's start. Let's talk about this. Um, the first thing I want to ask you, you're a Bills fan, uh, underwhelming season, but what have you thought of the play of Josh Allen as your quarterback? Is he the Bills quarterback of the future? Well, yes, I think he is, and here's why. Um, I don't know if he's going to be the all-star you know, pro bowler of the future, but I think everyone, and no one could have known this, everyone going into the draft talking about these quarterbacks and talking about how they're going to be or not be, and obviously he was the most polarizing one, for rightfully so, right? Right. Um, uh, No one really anticipated how much those rules changes in the past few years, and then specifically this year, have changed the game. Absolutely. And I think if you got a guy like Josh Allen, he doesn't have to be a pro bowler, you know, he's going to have time and uh, not be able to be touched. You know what I mean? He's going to be fine. And right. then you look at him as just a pure athlete. He's shown this year that guy can just, you know, he's an athlete. He can play. So I actually think they got something with this guy. Do I think he's going to turn into be, you know, uh, Aaron Rod- Drew Brees, Aaron J- you know, I don't think he's ever going to get to that level, but I also don't think that's what you need. Right. You know, so well, I actually I mean, think he's he's good. If he doesn't get hurt, uh, he's got to stop running as much as he does. But I, I think it's fine that he does run. You know, I will say that one play he had a couple of weeks ago where it was I think they were on the 12th. It was like 12th and goal. 
and uh-huh. he ran it in, and he stiff-armed a safety on his way to the end zone. That was that was incredible. <clears throat> yeah, that was an amazing well, I, play. I think, I, I think it started early on, right? So he, there was no reason he should have been playing at all this year, and then, you know, the Bills just completely. Right, blue. The, the Peterman their, era didn't the last Peterman as long. The Peterman and the trading Adrian McCarron when they could have just started him all year. Right. Uh, it just made no sense, right? Um, and they put him in. I think it was week uh, second half of week two where he started to do some things. And I honestly think the players on the team see him get on the field and they go, "This kid's good. Like he he's a he's a baller. He's a player. We can." Uh, they actually play for this, the, you know, for this kid. I think they look Com- at him and they are compared they're happy to, he's on the field. Compared to Peterman, I mean, it's like, <laughs> of right. course, it's like it's or, it's it's right. Josh Allen or you in your cargo shorts warming up on the sideline. They're gonna go. Yeah, right, right. They're gonna right. go or with even, Josh Allen. Or, or even these, you know, people. You know, Barkley won a game. I think Anderson did. He win a game. He might have won a game, but. He didn't do. He did bad one game. He did all right another game. Uh, I, I still think they look at those guys and go, "Hey, these journeymen don't get us excited because there's no upside. There's no future possibility." But yeah. they see Allen out there, you know, doing stuff, making runs. The possibility uh, of getting uh, better. Yeah, and they they just they're excited because they think they think he fits in the NFL. I'll tell you, and with these new rules, there's no reason he should. This is really where. McDermott, who I can't pin if he's a good coach or bad coach. I think he's good because players play for him even when they're like losing. Especially the but defense. Yeah, he's made some really dumb moves. Obviously, Peterman, which were I mean atrocious moves. So well, you're kind of like, ah. He's you know? he's kind of playing the hand he's dealt by the management in Buffalo, though. When it comes to you know, I, I don't know how much input he has. Nobody knows how much input he has on personnel decisions. But right. as far as the Peterman decision, I mean, anyone could have predicted that that wasn't going to work out. No one would have thought, yeah, they could they could go, uh, they could have ten wins this season, uh, you know, behind Nathan Peterman with with Allen backing him up. Nobody ever no would way. have said that. Zero no. people, you know, no. even casual yeah. people would have said that we we learned everything we needed to learn about Peterman last season, and that's that he may be the worst quarterback that I have seen play in the NFL maybe the worst yeah yeah it just uh I thought last year that if they didn't make the playoffs it could have been fireable even though it was his first year as a coach to make that decision when you're a winning record to sit your starting quarterback who got you to that winning record and then get blown out and they barely made the playoffs Uh, you know with I think they were five and two or five and three when he decided to do that and yes I know all the background on why they did it and Tyrod isn't making the throws. He's not seeing the open guy. I get all that, but still, you don't change your quarterback when you're winning that much for a Buffalo team. You know, for especially, other teams, maybe right, es- but not for Buffalo. Especially, <laughs> you know? why are you changing? Especially when you have uh, the possibility you have a young quarterback, right? And you know, mm-hmm. you're why rush it? You don't have to rush yeah. it. Do you want to win? Yeah. Uh, you know, do you want to completely give up your season and lose? ticket sales and you know have them flex away from your night games on tv and all that income Mm -hmm. it just seems like a bad uh choice from the franchise's point of view and also do you want to alienate the players on your team do you want to create distance between them and your head coach that you probably have another you know at least another two years with 
no matter how badly he does. It just seems yeah. like there's no upside to the Peterman choice, and unless they really wanted to force Josh Allen into the fire early, which that doesn't make sense either. Um, no. But I but think they, he, I, he survived it in, in his I, – I feel like the players, even how much the defense was getting destroyed the first three games, right, 40 right. points, they just turned around and now they're like one of the – you know, they're in the top ten defenses in the league or something like that. And it's just weird. And they play for them. So With I, lowly personnel. I, Without stand, yeah, and, without standouts. Well, they got some. They got some good players. I mean, the Mark or the uh, um, Micah Hyde signing a couple years ago was good because that guy's you know right. he's a gamer too. They, you know, uh, they got some good players. They're not. They don't have like the best players or anything. But he's yeah. Leslie Frazier, who was getting maligned earlier, I think thought he was a good coach when he was at Minnesota, and I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I think they're okay. Um, but, you know, we'll see. It, it really does hinge on if Josh Allen can be a service, serviceable quarterback for the next decade. And I actually think he can. If they I get mean, him, he's got right. the tools. They got to get him some guys to throw to. But they have plenty of sure. They have plenty of money now. And, you know, what, what do you think? What's the story with McCoy's uh, uh, contract? How many more years do they have? of? Uh, I think it's one more. I think just one more. So one I think more, they'll yeah. trade him in the offseason. Uh I think they'll trade him because he's got a little bit left, and maybe someone wants you know uh, to to give something up for him just to have a proven commodity. You know, there's a lot of uh, if you look at the Saints where you got a couple of for running sure. backs. He's a good backup. Uh, yeah. So and then the contract's over in a year, right? So even if you pick him up for a year, your gambling contract's gone. Like someone, they may make a trade, and they're not going to get a lot for it. But no, there's no reason keeping him around. If he stays around, that's fine. But I also – I don't know about the off-field stuff. That stuff's – I don't know much about the story, but it doesn't sound great. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree. He might be untouchable. I doubt so. it. I mean, I think he'll either stay with the off-field, the off-field stuff in Buffalo or if they, can, right. if they can unload him for a late pick – uh, they'll unload him for a late pick. And then, right, right. You know, maybe you can – I don't know. It, it looks like next year you're going to have depth, but they also need to trade for some receivers, and they need a running back. And, I mean, yeah. on offense, the, the depth chart is looking uh, pretty sad. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. What they, they got some time. They can build up a team. They don't have to be good this year. They don't have to be good next year. They got some time. They can, you know, what, knowing, you know, if, if you're thinking Josh Allen's the guy. And when you look at the quarterbacks, he was definitely the guy for Buffalo. I don't, you know, you know Maybe Darnold, but why? I don't think I don't think Baker and I don't think uh, Rosen would have fit fit with Buffalo. Uh, I by, think that that's true. Means. I don't think Baker would have because Darnold you know, maybe Darnold maybe, but you're you know, talking I about just, size mostly. I'm talking about size, and I, I've never been a fan of uh, warm weather uh, quarterbacks going to cold weather cities. Even though Aaron Rodgers proves that wrong for sure, but. I, I just, generational I just talent, never, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've just never been a fan of that. So Rosen and, and Darnold, I'm kind of like, ah, yeah. You guys played in Arizona and USC. It's like, ah, I don't know. I mean, you're you're probably going to be fine. I think, but I like I said, with the new rules, I think all these quarterbacks are going to be fine. Now maybe someone like Darnold or Baker, um, uh, and we'll, who knows? Because it's all their rookie year. Maybe even Rosen. Maybe Lamar. Maybe these guys will be transcendent. One of them will, right? One of them, I, I think, I, will, right? Right, right. Probably, maybe Baker. You know, maybe Baker um, has the lead right now. I would say, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but I still think Allen was the right choice for them to take a swing at. You know, they obviously couldn't have gotten Darnold because he was or Baker because they went higher. So uh, I think he was the right guy at that point to go for. You know, and, and the other thing about I mean, there's not a lot of uh, cold weather college quarterbacks to pick from. I mean, you don't, you don't have a lot of cold weather colleges no. that have top tier talent at quarterback. Uh, no, incredibly rare. Um, and the ones like Penn State, the ones that were like so, you know, uh, ballyhooed out of Penn State have not done well. No, you know that's true. Sort of like the Notre Dame story. Um, yeah. So let's uh, talk about uh, one of the big stories in the we- uh, in the NFL this week is the firing of uh, Mike McCarthy from Green Bay after their loss to the lowly uh, Cardinals of uh, Josh Allen, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Josh Rosen. Um, now, there are odds on his landing spot next year, uh, courtesy of Vegas. Do you have an inkling of where you think McCarthy will go? Uh, no, I didn't even – I actually haven't even thought of that. I thought it probably would be best for him to maybe take a year. Uh, and right. did you see today – did you see today that yesterday they let him come and talk to the players? Yeah. I think that's cool that they did that. And I, I mean, also think – Everyone's making a big deal about this fire, and I think he probably in his head is like, you know what? It was time to move on anyway. I bet you he doesn't. He might not realize uh, that now. I think he will realize that by right, you know, right. By, by June. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But the the reality is, from my point of view, I think they weren't going to win after Arizona. Their season's over. Their season was already over, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. after the Arizona loss. Uh, the season's over, and you know whether you want to say make a statement to your fan base or whether you want to just put up the flag, you know, put the sign on the the window that says "Help Wanted." Um, that's you know that's maybe the the best uh, job that a coach could could ask for right now in um, a quarterback who is a generational talent. He's won a Super Bowl. There's no, there's no better team to go to right now. Um, than Aaron Rodgers, who is dying to win another Super Bowl in his prime, um, as his well, prime the one they, ends. The one know. that Bruce Arians says is better is the Browns though, you know, and that's the interesting thing. So are they, are they better with a, it'll be a sophomore quarterback, It'll be a team that, you know, was poorly coached. We really don't know how good they are. Um, they have they have talent on the team um, at receiver. They have, uh, you know, they have Nick Chubb has been phenomenal. I think we I think we have seen the the future of the running back position, um, and it's going to be in New York and it's going to be in Cleveland with Nick Chubb, but. Uh, I mean, I don't. I'm not sold on the Browns. I I could see the Brown, the Browns very easily going eight and eight uh, or seven and nine next year, um, while they well, a new head coach tries to install a new system. Well, it might not work out, but the guy they sh- the Browns should go after is Lincoln Riley. He's the guy they should go after. The guy's innovative. He's young. He may not turn into be Sean McVay, but at least swinging any. Coach Baker Mayfield, so yeah. they should go after that guy, and then he should be smart and do what McVay did, and put a tried and true defensive corner in place, you know, like Wade Phillips, right, and and surround himself with actually uh, experienced coaches in the league, 
uh, and he be the offensive innovator. And they could do some things with that because, you know, Baker's going to play his heart out for uh, Lincoln Riley. So that's what I think the Browns should do. For sure. So, do you think so that Green they? Bay. Do you think that they? I mean, you talk about a tried. There, first of all, there aren't a lot of Wade Phillipses hanging around uh, in the league. Do you, you don't think that they're going to stick it out with Greg Williams, the former uh, defensive coordinator who is now uh, act, the acting the 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 acting head coach? No, but I mean, you just said the name, though. You you know, Lincoln Riley can come on and say, uh, "Stay on it, Greg Williams," because he's one right. of those guys. I mean, he was the whole Saints. Uh, uh, bounty gate and right. he before that I mean I think he had failed as a head coach but before that he which when you say failed as a head coach when one people season, get three everyone, years everyone fails yeah, as a head when you, coach yeah yeah that's ridiculous right? even but Belichick anyway. failed as a head coach right 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 uh, so uh, Greg Williams I mean if if he was in a position to stick around now I mean the uh, Lincoln Riley can say, "Hey, you you are proven as a defensive coordinator. You stick around." You I know? don't think there's like, a lot of upgrades at defensive coordinator that are better than Grant the, Williams. Yeah, um, uh, Schwartz did great at um, Buffalo, and then he did great at uh, he's doing great at uh, Philly. But I don't think Schwartz is going to leave unless he goes to another head coaching job. Right. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, you could just keep Greg Williams you, if you're if you're smart. I mean. That is definitely what McVay did was uh, he's surrounded himself by really experienced guys because he knows he's not experienced, but he also knows he's, you know, ahead of the curve from offensive standpoint. And and that's what they say about Lincoln Riley. And why not? Why not swing for the fences and see if that guy's got it, too? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Mike McCarthy would be a good a good move there. So anyway, the odds of, of Mike McCarthy's next next job, the most likely position is Cleveland. They're at plus one twenty-five. Uh, the second most likely, really? Yep, yep. Which I was surprised too, especially as a Dolphins fan who is uh, looking at Adam Gase getting fired. Uh, they're not even on Vegas's list, by the way. Uh, <laughs> the Dolphins, they didn't even make. Uh, they didn't even make the list. But um, the second most likely team is the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons, really? I was going to say Tampa Bay. I know, right? Well, Tampa Bay, uh, that's not as great. I mean, that's that's a rebuild. You, you got to start over uh, in Tampa Bay. They, they they need they need a quarterback. They need everything. They have a good receive. They have good receivers, but I mean, honestly, right, the, right. But that's what Green Bay did. I mean, Green Bay he oversaw the transition from uh, Brett Favre. Uh, far to to rogers so that's why it would and it's also a place from him in his mind that expectations are going to be that hey we're going to bring you in for uh, a rebuild long haul so he doesn't have the pressure immediately you go to the browns they're they they think in their mind that they're supposed to be competing this year let alone next year they think they're going to be world beaters you know i think that comes and i think that comes from baker mayfield i think that comes from his attitude yeah, yeah yeah um that's why i think mccarthy that would not be a good spot for him Baker yeah. Baker Mayfield for a rookie quarterback season has had a phenomenal season. He's won games by himself. He's also made stupid mistakes, but of course he is. Of course yeah. he's going to yeah. make stupid mistakes. And oh no, I think he showed that he's he's in the league. Like he's not. I agree. Uh, he's no Johnny Manziel. He's not. I mean, he is. Right. He is as advertised, um, and definitely worth uh, the number one pick. Like, I would that say better. Fine. I would say better than advertised. I would say also worth the number one pick. The second most likely yeah. team for Mike McCarthy 
uh, as I said, is the Falcons. And, I mean, surprising to see uh, Vegas think that Dan Quinn is on his, definitely on his way out. They are. They absolutely underperformed this year. Maybe, I mean, Vinny still doesn't, Vinny still doesn't, think of them as a mediocre football team somehow because of how long they've been competitive. And I, I still don't understand why he keeps giving Atlanta the benefit of the, of the doubt. They were bad last year. Um, they started this year bad, and they have maintained their mediocrity at a level that I think everyone is surprised at. So I think, I think that they should fire Dan Quinn. I'm not sure if they're going to or not, but yeah. uh, they definitely need to move on from him. Um, the third most likely team um, close to your heart is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I would love the Jaguars to fire Marone. I hate that guy. <laughs> Why do you hate him? I mean, obviously. He quit on the Bulls. I mean, what are the Bills, 30? What is yeah. there? 30 teams in the Bills. There's 30 teams. How many teams? Whatever amount of teams. There's not that many jobs, and he'd quit. He, he just quit said, with oh, no I'm, job. I'm a- Anywhere in the lined up, and he he and, didn't and work for a whole the, year, right? The Pagulas, which I don't, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, we'll we'll see with them. Um, I understood their pick of Rex Ryan because they had a top five defense, and they thought they were doubling down, right. and a guy who was in the division. I understood that it did not pan out. The guy, you know, he just the NFL passed him by. Uh, right. But uh, I understood that pick, and then the Marone thing. Um, I, I just don't understand how you quit that uh, a jo- an NFL head coaching job. There, he couldn't there get along with, the, with the. He couldn't get along with the, the. Is it Pagula? I don't think it's Pagula. Is it? No, they came out and said we were not. Uh, uh, we were not going to let him go. I don't they trust were not that guy. Do he said well, they weren't going to let him go, but also they didn't. You know, they didn't want him to make personnel decisions or whatever. I think it was a conflict yeah. over personnel. Anyway, I, uh, I, I, you know, I love, uh, I love that the Bills beat them this year. Uh, the Bills almost spoiled their uh, playoff last year, which was incredible because you saw what they did to the Steelers the next week, and what the Bills almost did to them the week before, like made it really ugly. It's another reason where I was like, the Sean McDermott guy might be good because he uglied up that game right. to give them a chance to win, and then you see what that team did the next week. Um, he does yeah, do a good I, job uglying I, up games. Marone That's a good leaves, way to put it. As soon as Marone leaves, I'm okay with the Jacksonville Jaguars again. Then I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Like, I like Ramsey. I like his talking crap. And everyone gave him crap after the Josh Allen thing after, you know, uh, Josh Allen uh, or after the Bills won. But he, he, I feel like he admitted he was wrong. He was like, look, I'm going to stand by my comments because look at the numbers. He's still has you know under 50 percent completion but he went out there and won the game for him which give him credit you know what i mean like by yeah. like ramsey he's a, he's cool I, I i like that i like people having their own personality and uh backing up because he's one of the only ones playing good for that team right right i like yeah. uh i like what's his name the the president uh tom coughlin i think he's <laughs> Do uh, you? A, a, yeah i think he's a great football guy um i think he's the reason uh, him and the Giants mystique are the reason the Patriots lost those two is because uh, Belichick just has that subconscious warm spot for the Giants, and he very much respects you think that You think that psychologically yeah. Bill yes. Belichick's yes. subconscious was rooting for the Giants to win? Yes, 100%. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. 
That I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. That guy is oh, a yeah. cold-hearted not only, killer. Not only does he, yeah, from everything except the Giants, because he basically is the one that won this Super Bowl against the Bills with his game plan for the defense. Because the Bills' offense was light years ahead of right. uh, Giants' offense that year. Uh, that was Kelly, and I mean they were just incredible. Um, Thomas, yeah. Um, but. And he also has ties to Coughlin with, I think, through his dad or something. Uh, and he, like, very much respects Coughlin. Like, really? I think there's a tie to his. So, yeah, I think there's some uh, subconscious stuff. He looks over the other side. He sees I that uniform. So. And, he, and he's just <laughs> like, ah. He sees that little man on the sideline. <laughs> sounds like Yosemite Sam. Awesome, awesome. Get in there. <laughs> I mean, did you see, see Belichick <laughs> this year when he uh, – when they asked him about um, uh, Khalil Mack and LT, and he just went like yeah, crazy for about LT. LT. Yeah, I mean, he loves, he, loves, he loves, loves, loves the Giants in that time. That yeah, I think no, he looks definitely. Back at that. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, he the, the Parcells respect is off the charts. Yeah. And also, yeah. Parcells, you know, saw something in Belichick, and, you know, that's sort of the opened the door to his career but i mean yeah. i i don't know if the tom if it if that extends all the way to uh <laughs> tom collin or uh tom collin tom coughlin yeah. literally yeah. you know i i don't know it doesn't make a ton of sense to me but anyway um the 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 second most likely place for Mike McCarthy to go is not an NFL team. It's actually, according to Vegas, any college football team is at plus 300. Even more likely than the Falcons, that he will go coach in college and probably dominate. I mean, Ohio State might not be a bad landing spot for him. I mean, that's a very comfortable... Uh, I mean, the expectations are... They're not, they're not, uh, they're not moving on. They're keeping... Oh, they're going to uh, keep... Day- the, that they're yeah. gonna they named I thought they named him the interim coach. They're gonna name him the head coach. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure they named him like he's staying on. I'm pretty sure they named him. He did a whole press conference and everything. It's not interim. He because 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 what's his you know uh, Urban's not leaving, right? He's gonna coach the Rose Bowl. Yeah. So there's no reason to name an interim. They named uh, that day guy the coach. So yeah. Well, so he's not gonna go to Ohio State, we'll which see how that probably goes. makes sense probably makes sense for Ohio state in this set, you know, that I, I think there's ties there and everything. Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he'll go to Ohio state where he, but what might open up is the other side uh, of that rivalry is Michigan because, uh, you know, Harbaugh is one of those people that are maybe going to land, you know, maybe those two switch jobs. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I think, I think Harbaugh gives it one more year. Because I think that he didn't meet his expectations this year, and I think that the expectations were very high, and they had, you know, some really quality wins this season. But you know, they started off, you know, not looking good, and I think he wants one more crack at it. But I think if next year it doesn't I, work out, I think he, I think he, maybe even either way, he moves. I don't on. just, I don't disagree with you uh, of him wanting one more year, but that it gets that gets. Uh, superseded by having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. Yeah, no, maybe so. Maybe you know what I mean. <laughs> maybe so. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna have that chance again. So he's a big upgrade come, from Alex Smith. Yeah, he comes calling 
well, Alex Smith, which he even benched for Kaepernick. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, yeah, uh, and got to the Super Bowl. So, right. um, so uh, that's what I, I, you know, if they come calling, if they call him, he's. I think it's. I think he's smart enough of a guy to know. Uh, you don't get this chance. You don't get the best quarterback in the game uh, still in his prime, you know. And and not only is he still in his prime, people, he's 35. And the way again the rules are, and the way quarterbacks are protected, I mean, you got at least five years with him, right? I think you have at least four. I think you have at least four, and then depending on you, you know, he could still get, he could still take hits. You know, we could still yeah. see him get hit uh but i think he got at least four i think he'll play to at least 39 um we saw you know some dips in his play this season but you know you could i think he's been hurt you could think he's been hurt he's been hurt for sure we all know Uh, he's been hurt all year um it'll be interesting to see when he uh announces to the media that he's getting the surgery that he should have had um in week three or whenever it was but Mm -hmm. uh uh, I honestly, I think that we're going to see peak Aaron Rodgers uh, again, probably towards the the second half of next season. And I mean, he's got a they have a fully fledged team. They have good receivers. They have everything you could want. That that is that is a great coaching position. Um, and maybe it would, maybe it could lure uh, Jim Harbaugh away from college. Well- they're, the the sports media is trying to say it might not be because they're giving Rodgers all this. He's not a good locker room guy, and he's a coach killer, and all this stuff. Which it doesn't. None of that matters. None of that. Matters. He's the best quarterback in the league from certain met, metrics, right? Yep. You know, like not obviously the winningness or anything, but certain metrics. Uh, you, you just you got to take that job if it's if it's in your grasp. And I'm not saying it's going to be Harbaugh. I just think that's a place that would lure him away from Michigan. I don't think anywhere else would. I think you're right about him wanting to finish business and seeing Urban Meyer leave go, oh, finally I can beat Ohio exactly. State next year. Exactly. But um, but if Aaron Rodgers is uh, an offer up you know, to him, then he may have to reconsider that and just take one more shot at the NFL. All right, let's switch gears a little bit and talk about uh... – college basketball for a second have you been watching around the league have you have you watched duke play have you watched gonzaga play yeah i watched that specific game too um i've watched i haven't seen i don't think i've seen kansas play yet kansas uh, looks, this is the best kansas team in a while kansas looks really good yeah but they're they might be in trouble in like i don't know what the ncaa is doing but there is some incriminating stuff out there, and they're all just being hush-hush about it. Oh, so. yeah. They actually announced today that they're going to wait until the end of the season before they uh, make anything public. Of course. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? That's ridiculous. It, it that is, is, it is absolutely ridiculous. Egregious. Um, wow. So right just now— like, Just like UNC telling them, and that UNC was college and football, just telling the NCAA, hey, we're good. We'll handle this. And then they just went away. They didn't do anything. Of course. Of course like, not. What? what? And that's not UNC's fault, but uh, it is UNC's fault. It is UNC's no, fault. It's, it's the NCAA's terrible uh, who they are fault. I mean, UNC. It's both. If they had the guts. If UNC has the guts to say, 
yeah, we're good. We don't need to listen to your sham UNC rules. who had, then, right, well, UNC them. had sham classes for athletes all over the football team and also on their, all over their mediocre football team, by the way, and right, right. their top-tier uh, basketball team. And uh, Roy Williams was not hurt by this. Uh, nope. the, the football team was not hurt by this. The NCAA is completely toothless. It is honestly, it's something that I don't even like to talk about because it makes me so angry that they, you know, some people that they can, they can pursue. And then those people say, okay, I'm going to take the punishment. And then you go to UNC and they're like, you know what? We're bigger than, uh, the NCAA. Yeah. We are a larger institution than you are. Um, and, uh, no, thank you. We're not going to, you know, legally they said from a, their, their lawyers said, we are not going to observe any penalties that you place upon us. Um, sham classes, we control, we're an academic institution. We control, uh, what our classes are and we don't care what you think about our classes, even though people didn't even go to classes and got A's. Uh, it's just crazy. And we're both diehard Syracuse fans and Jim Beheim, a, a guy on his team had a job at the YMCA and another kid had a tutor who uh, cheated and Beheim got suspended for nine games. They took away tons of his wins. It's just infuriating that Roy Williams gets to skate away through all of that stuff. Anyway. Yeah. I don't think Roy Williams is one of the bad guys in the uh, things. Listen, so I, listen, if Bayheim's going to get pun- punished, if you're going to punish the uh, the person in charge of the program, if that person is responsible for everything, including if the player gets a job at the YMCA, then he definitely should have gotten punished for this nonsense. Right. I mean, I'm not as vehemently against the UNC part of it. I think it's hilarious. I think it just shows more of a sham of the NCAA. Right. Than I do. It shows how much what care. the NCAA thinks of itself because right. the and NCAA that, and I don't care about UNC flexing their muscle and just saying, yeah, we're not going to play with this. With the you know, we are uh, way more important in basketball and college basketball than you could ever be, and right. their tradition is. I mean, Dean Smith beyond Absolutely. basketball, his community and th- things he did for yeah. uh, you know for uh, the community in North Carolina and breaking uh, race barriers. barriers. I mean. Way they so I, and I, also insisting, I insisting. That's why I don't care. <laughs> that's, but I hate the NCAA. And also, I don't care about. And also insisting, Dean Smith, that his players uh, got an education and maintained right. good grade point averages, and literally took an interest in every one of his guys to make sure that they were getting an education and that they right. were going to leave college and be a graduate. Uh, it, honestly, yeah, it's it's all been thrown away it's all been uh besmirched uh okay so just okay we can move on. yeah let's get <laughs> let's get off of this before i you know start so sounding I, yes, like tom coughlin Rassum, Rassum, Roy Williams. i have watched i've watched a good amount obviously i've watched all of syracuse i've watched a good amount um during the thanksgiving weekend when they got all those uh, uh tournaments yeah um uh and you know Michigan. I I'll tell you Michigan what. Okay, UNC so see, let's let me game, just run which, through. Let me just run mm-hmm. through the uh, who Vegas has as the uh, the most likely to win the national championship. Number one is of course Duke. They're at plus two fifty though, so they're not necessarily running away with it. 
Um, that's a hundred dollar bet pays two hundred and fifty dollars. Um, second mm-hmm. most likely right now is Gonzaga. Um, they're at plus six hundred. Hundred dollar bet plays uh, pays six hundred dollars. That that's at the beginning of the season last year. You didn't have. Uh, I think you had maybe one team in uh, in the three digit area uh, before conference play started so right now there's two which gonzaga just barely escaped against washington last night um with a last second shot i don't know if you saw that but washington yeah. looks, looks like a good team um of course longtime syracuse assistant uh uh mike hopkins uh is the coach at washington now and he's recruiting very well in the pacific northwest um his team is huge they play great defense uh they score they've all bought in um, it's very interesting. I think Washington is a tournament team this year. Uh, yeah, well, uh, the the Washington uh, Gonzaga, it's it's just the same old, same old, right? So um, uh, they, I just they can play against the Duke because Gonzaga's loaded, and one of their best players isn't even playing right now. He's hurt. Right. He's like a sharp shooter. Uh, They're going to be actually, good. and they got another. They got another. Uh, starting level. I don't think he's a starter, but starting level player hurt too. But their sharpshooters hurt, so they're they're just going to improve. And that coach, I mean, Mark Few is going to have them improve. But of it's course. the same old same old with tournament. They go against Washington two three zone, and it flusters them. Of course, that's what happened. They can they. I mean, it was a close game at the end, but I watched that Duke game. They were destroying Duke, destroying yep. them, and they let some stupid things happen to let Duke get back into it. Uh, but they were absolutely destroying them. And, and it's because they're, it's the two different things. It's talent versus talent and experience, you know, not as much talent and experience. And uh, I'll tell you what, that Hatchamura kid is good. He's big. He can shoot. Who? He can drive. Oh ha- yeah. That yeah. Hatchamura kid. He's, yeah. he's really good. Um, I, I like Gonzaga, but not as much as I like my favorite right now to win the tournament is Michigan. Michigan is awesome. Their defense is phenomenal. Uh, their guys, everyone on the floor can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Uh, they are ridiculous. They have guys that can drive to the hoop. They have a great coach in John Beeline, one of my favorite coaches mm-hmm. in all of college basketball. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, I really like this Michigan team. And they, but they just did the same thing. They almost lost to Northwestern. They need a last second yep. shot to win. So. Yeah. But you have that in college basketball. Right now, Michigan's totally. Totally. Michigan's the seventh most likely team to win the championship. Actually, they're tied um, with the sixth, seventh, and eighth. And that's tied with North Carolina um, and Kentucky. So right in there with some blue bloods um, for Michigan. Uh, the third most likely team is Kansas at plus 1,000. Uh, Kansas looks mm-hmm. really good, but that number gets bumped up quite a bit because they are Kansas um, and they're a Vegas favorite um, every single year. Virginia is the fourth most likely team at plus 1,200. Virginia looks really good, but they are the first team uh, last year to ever lose as a one seed to a 16 seed. Um, have you watched Virginia play yet this year? I haven't. Have you? Have you seen them I play I have seen yet? them I play. It's more of the same. Um with maybe a little bit of a less dynamic offense than they had last year, but their defense is, you know, the guys uh, are, they have a lot of guys that have been there for two, three years now. Um, the the defense is just as good as it always was. They play this, they play slow ball. They play very efficient ball and mm-hmm. they look, 
they look like they could be a contender. They just need to make maybe one or two small adjustments. Um, that guy kid is back. What's his first name? I can't remember. He had the man bun as a freshman. Now he's a junior. And, right, right. Uh, he looks like he's going to be an ACC, you know, all-conference caliber guy this year. Um, he looks really mm-hmm. strong. He's moving better with the ball. Um, I like Virginia, but again, uh, Virginia is one of those teams where you they have to play in a very specific way. And if you're not, if they're taken out of their uh, comfort zone, I think they could get beat by anybody. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, it's total. It's it's different, but uh, the same where. Syracuse defense can be over, you know, overwhelming to any team, any team in the country, right. unless you're hitting, unless you're hitting your threes. And it's the same thing with Virginia Two two totally different defenses, but those defenses, if you're hitting threes against them, you're spending all of that time defending, 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 defending. And then someone nails a three and uh, that happens 10 plus times a game. You're losing. Yep. You're losing because neither team have the offense to, combat it now Syracuse may have the offense by the end of the year I don't know uh the well they should on the street it there's there's they should the word on the street is that you know Brissett and uh battle battle have been working on their shooting like everything just all around to to get to the NBA level all right let's talk about Syracuse first of all Brissett I think his game has gotten better I think he's uh Better in the paint, you know. We he he is doing uh, a similar thing to what he did at the beginning of last season, which is fade away um, against uh, quality teams um, and quality defenses. Um, I want to see him get a lot better. Still, battle if he's been working on a shot, he's been doing it in the wrong way because they they added that hitch to it, um, sort of right before he gets to the apex of his jump. Right, so right when he gets to the right before he gets to the apex, he like. Uh, shifts at his waist and then throws the ball up. And it's the exact opposite of what uh, we've learned from Steph Curry, which is the simplest shooting form that you could possibly want, right? Get the ball out of your hands as quickly as you can, the simplest form at the peak of your jump. um, Get the ball out at the highest possible point. And it just seems like with battle, he's got a janky-looking jump shot, and I'm worried about it. I'm I'm not worried about it. I actually, you know, when I kind of watching those games on TV and MSG that you were at, just seeing them get waxed, I was infuriated because they were playing so bad and they should be good. But then I'm reminded that every year that they're supposed to be good and they go in the season, they don't do as good. And now that just immediately knocked it, which any coach loves, it just immediately knocked. Yep some fear into the players, yep. especially Brissett and Battle, who Battle coming back instead of, you know, trying to go to the D League or whatever, you know, maybe get drafted but go to the D the D League but or the G League, I guess now. But um uh I I I just looked back and thought, no, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Uh they get knocked out of the top twenty five ranking and now they just gotta be humbled the rest of the year and they've started to play better that ohio state win was huge, huge that was win. a big win uh quite a turnaround in a two-week period to lose those two games to you know the same caliber teams uh and then go to ohio state and win that game and win it by 10 right. on the road i mean that was a 
so I think they're going to be all right. And as we know, they get to the tournament. Uh, teams, the first two to three games, uh, hopefully they don't have to play three games <laughs> this, this year. But yeah. uh, the teams they play uh, are just not going to be able to handle it. Last year, I, we were all so nervous because we are playing TCU and it was Jamie Dixon. We're like, oh, well, if there's anybody who knows how to break the zone, it's Jamie Dixon. Right. And the, his team still couldn't win it. I mean, they were. It was, well, they like, were. They point, hadn't seen the zone all game. year. That's the thing yeah. with Pitt, you know. Yeah. Pitt, Pitt sees it a few. Pitt sees it a couple times every season, or at least once. And you know, right. they always have veterans. You know, Jamie Dixon always has veterans on his team, so they knew what they mm-hmm. were doing, and they knew how to how to play with the zone. No matter how much you coach, that's the beauty of the zone. Um, is if you can get into the tournament, you can beat anybody if the zone is functioning as well as it should be. Um, right. Syracuse right now the twenty first most likely team. To win, actually, they're tied with uh, probably about twenty-five other teams at plus five thousand right now. So, obviously, the uh, Vegas is still developing their opinions of uh, all of these, uh, you know, teams out of the top ten. But mm-hmm. um, ahead of uh, Syracuse are teams like Texas Tech, Kansas State, who has looked really good so far. Uh, Michigan State, who I'm not buying it. Again this year, I'm not buying it. Honestly, last year at the beginning of the season, I thought that they were they looked like the best team in the country. They were unbelievable mm-hmm. on defense. Then they had injury issues, um, and they lost uh, you know, too many good players, and I don't, I don't see Tom Izzo getting it this year. Um, I think they'll make the tournament, of course, but I don't think that they're going to get past the Sweet 16 uh, round this year. I, I, and even getting there is going to be difficult for them. Also well ahead of Syracuse is Villanova at plus 2,500. Villanova uh, looks awful. They look terrible. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, they got decimated by the NBA. They're so, very young. Uh, Absolutely. They're very young. So, you know, but they probably will still win the Big East right there in the Big East. The Big um, East is tough, man. Don't don't sleep on Creighton is a good team. The Big East is tough. You know, there's a lot of there's I think more than most conferences every there's no games off. The way players shoot, the offenses, the pace, the Big East is a good conference. Yeah, it's not I'm not saying it's bad, but I still think they're going to make it through that and be in the tournament. But but I don't, I you know, I don't think Jay Wright's. I I think he's going to focus this whole year on uh, getting just improving in his players, improving his players, and then he knows that in another, he's he's the opposite of the one and done, right? He is grooming his team to be good Always. every three years, right? Every well, three years, they're going to be every two. Good, he likes a veteran point guard for sure, but I yeah. think every two. I think he lost more players than he expected to last year. Yeah, DiVincenzo is the one yeah. that was the blow, right? Because yep. if he is on this team, then they got a guy that literally is playing in the NBA right now, right? He's getting Absolutely. some minutes. He's getting um, minutes. He does, he's uh, exactly what you want in the NBA. He's a, he's a yeah. long uh, guy who can play guard or sort of forward, and mm-hmm. he shoots the lights out. But that's the – you know, that's the uh, – Jay Wright's gotten some success. He's won two in a couple of years, you know, in a, a – Short amount of get time. that success, and then people are gonna notice, and then people are gonna leave. So you're gonna lose. Exactly. And I think it's why you know. I think it's why Coach K decided to adopt the one and done thing, which 
It's like they got another guy this year, or the, right today, right? They got a, the yeah. number three prospects committed, and I think it's, uh, you know, I, I think it's re. I think Coach K has gotten real petty in his old age because absolutely he you, wants more championships. Yeah, yeah and it's just kind of like I, you you preach all the time that it's not about that; it's about the it's about the kids, you know, it's the about the coaching, the, team. the kids, and the coaching, yeah. and you've completely abandoned that. Absolutely. Now Calipari, I don't care because Calipari always did it. Absolutely. Always did it. Yeah. He had Marcus Camby at UMass, and they were undefeated until like the second round of the tournament that year at UMass. You yeah. know, he always did that. He always said, "Can I get an NBA player on my team? Right. Let me get an. I'll take that for one year. Then me grooming players for." Four right. years and, and that maybe was when, having a shot. Right. That's when he was you trying know? to get a blue. Uh, that's when he was trying to get uh, a job, a real job. He was trying to get out of UMass. Right. Now that he's got, he, now that he's at Kentucky and he's at one of the major powerhouses in college basketball, he's just being right. as big of a shyster as he possibly can be and trying to uh, win championships. Which honestly, I don't see one on the horizon for Calipari, unless he uh, gets another Anthony Davis. I honestly. I don't see it. He yeah. hasn't won in a while. The luster is uh, – he sort of lost his luster a little bit as far as his, the um, you know, the value of his program. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, a couple of his guys from last year are having great success in the NBA. So it, I yeah. don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, and obviously he's a phenomenal recruiter, but I don't yeah. know. I don't see it anytime soon for uh, – for Calipari. All right, we're running out of time, so we got to do our picks uh, for week 14. Um, I'm going to run through the line, starting with tonight's game. We're recording this on Thursday, um, and right now it's about 8 o'clock. We're uh, looking down the barrel of uh, <laughs> kickoff uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars at Tennessee Titans, uh, the game that America wanted uh, <laughs> to be on at 4 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, so they didn't have to watch it, but, uh, so the Titans are favored at home by five and a half. Uh, the over is a measly 37 and a half. Who do you think is going to win this one? I have no idea. I mean, who cares, isn't it, right? who's, who, who's, who's, who's the quarterback, uh, for Jacksonville? Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cody Kessler. Is that right? Kessler. Kessler. He, uh, so what do you expect of that guy? Right. You know, and, uh, nothing. I, I will say though, it's one season. So who knows? Because you look at Doug Peterson last year and then now the Eagles are a mess this year in one year, but Vrabel's pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty got good. Them, he's shown flashes. Definitely. They don't have a ton. And no. Mariota's not turned out to be what they hope, which is fine. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Like these quarterbacks aren't good. Him and Jameis have not turned out what people hope, but that's what sh- it's hope when you take them one and two. Yep. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But Mariota, uh, it's fine. And Brable's <laughs> got them in position, you know, uh, Ish. and yeah. the interesting thing is, is because the Jaguars should have ran away with that division. Definitely. And, Titans are there, and then Colts, of course. But yeah, I, who cares? Go to the next game, right? Okay. Who cares in this game? <laughs> so it's it's Ravens, Chiefs, and Kansas City. This is an interesting line to me. The Chiefs are only favored by a touchdown. 
Um, and the mm. over is, of course, 51 and a half. It's a high over because it always is when the Kansas City Chiefs are playing. Um, are the Ravens good enough to shut this down? Is that because of the Kareem Hunt, do you think, where they're like, oh, well, this team's going to be a little discombobulated, and then one of their major weapons is gone? Yeah, so, I think so. Yeah. I, I think. And the Ravens are the Ravens. I mean, that's a good. They're always a good D. Even when they're not a good D, they're a good D on any given Sunday, right? Absolutely. The Ravens. So. So it's, yeah, it's Chiefs by seven. I could see the Ravens winning this game. Um, you know, last week. They I, have to. They right? have to. They have to. Yeah. The well, Steelers losing on Monday night might have given them the. So they're at seven uh, and five and the Steelers are seven, four and one. So I don't know if they have to win this. Um, and obviously their, their difficulty is going to be uh, the, how good the Chargers are. So they're going to be they're going to they're in prime position, even if they lose for a wild card slot with the Colts also at six and six. But mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think they have to win. I think that they, uh, if they did win, I that's a that's a statement. That's a season uh, statement win for the yeah. Ravens, and that gives a lot of confidence to uh, Lamar, who's going to start this week, um, to see if he can. I mean, the thing with the play when you're playing the Chiefs is you just got to match them for touchdowns, and Flacco's not going to pull that off. It's going to be Lamar who pulls that off, and he's going right. to have to have so, a lot of yards on the, the ground. Ch- I'm trying to think about it, and I don't know if the Chiefs has had that game yet, right? The game the Saints just had. Like, everyone's going to say whatever about the Cowboys, and their defense has been good all year. But but that game against the Saints was an anomaly. Like, yeah. that, that the Saints had won 10 in a row. You just don't win 10 in a row in the NFL, and obviously it caught up with the Saints, right? Just things go wrong. That could happen to the Chiefs this week. That could be their game. this Because the games they've lost have not been, like, Oh, we didn't have a good game. We just got beat by the Patriots. We right. just got beat by the Rams. I mean, they they put up the numbers in those games. They just got out. You know, they just got beat. Maybe this is the game the Chiefs just lay an egg and the Ravens, you know, take advantage. I like it. I like the Ravens in that one. I don't know if I'm going to bet yeah. it, but I like that. Okay, let's. We gotta we gotta pick up the pace. We're 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 gonna go, <laughs> we're gonna go over uh, Colts Texans in Texas. This is another. This is another interesting game. I think this is going to be a good game. Texans are favored yeah. by four and a half. Even though the Colts uh, were held scoreless last week, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think that's. there's no way you could call that one. Division game, you don't know. Colts didn't score last week, so they're going to be annoyed by that. And they've, you know. Plus uh, the line's only Frank four Wright. and a half. This Texans team, yeah. I can't remember a time when they didn't win. Uh, that's true. That's well. That's the same thing with the Saints. They've won too many games in a row. So yeah, that that's something you don't even want to go near, right? right. So, uh, Panthers Browns uh, in Cleveland. Panthers are only favored by one and a half. What do you think? Yeah, I think the Browns because I agree. It just uh, yeah, uh, Cam's hurt. I mean, he's hurt. They should shut him down. To be honest, yeah, they should just shut him down pa- uh, and get surgery, whatever they need. So. Packers Falcons in Green Bay. Uh, Packers are favored by five. It's going to be cold in Green Bay. They should probably not even play that game and just spend the game signing autographs to fans. (laughs) I think the fans would enjoy that more than actually watching those two teams play football. Julio Jones' autograph. (laughs) I don't want Matt Ryan's autograph. What am I going to do? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan doesn't want Matt Ryan. (laughs) Poor Matt Ryan. Uh, Poor hundred million dollar or right. more Matt Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Saints Bucks in Tampa Bay. I mean, I think Saints also. Gonna, why even play know, this? 
Yeah, yeah. The Bucks I think the Saints just quit. The spread's only nine. They lost to him to start the season, right? They lost to him to start the season uh, with Fitzmagic and all that. There, And they lost last week. I don't think the Saints lose that game. This is going to so. be a fall-to-earth moment for Jameis after uh, a couple of good weeks. He's going to throw picks. It's going to be ugly. Um, yeah. Bills, Jets in Buffalo. Bills are favored by three and a half. Uh, yeah, I, what they, what was Barkley's uh, explosion when they beat the Jets? Or I, who knows with this game? I just, just Josh Allen don't get hurt. That's that. That's I think what it's, this game is. I think it's the Jets <laughs> on the road. Uh, and and by the way, the Jets. What about McCarthy for the Jets? That might be where he lands. It could be. It could be. Darnold. He's got a young quarterback with promise. He can yeah. come in, and the defense is already strong. Um, he's coached in the cold cold weather you know what i mean uh that might be a spot it's a major market um yeah similar to what green bay is honestly bigger but similar um i'm gonna go with the jets in that one patriots dolphins in miami the dolphins love to win this game i know but the patriots have enough losses this year and um they still have a chance at the because they're not very good yeah but I think they're they're going to win out because of that. So I don't know. Yeah. I think Tannehill gets his magic. I can't even say it. <laughs> uh stay I honestly I stay away from that game. Who knows? Right. Who knows? Rams Bears in Chicago. This is a good one. Okay? Yeah, that's a cool one. That's a good one. It's going to be cold. Uh the the Rams are favored on the road by three and a half. That's a good looking spread. This is Bears had a stupid loss last week. Stupid loss last week. Um, and is is Trubisky back this week? I still think it's uh, I, the last I saw. He was saying, "I'm ready to go as soon as 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 soon as I'm told I'm I can go. I'm ready to go." But he hasn't been told that. So that's the Sunday night game. We probably won't hear until uh, either Saturday or yeah. Sunday on that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I like that game. I, I think the Bears could be the team that beats them. Um, as long as uh, whoever starts doesn't throw too many interceptions, turnovers are going to be the story of the day. Um, right. Redskins and uh, Mark Sanchez against the New York Giants and Eli Manning. Um, gross. Just gross. Yeah, I mean, awesome. both of these teams, both of these teams, uh, are somehow. Uh, well, the Giants are out, but the Redskins are still somehow alive um, to make the playoffs because of how terrible the NFC East is. Um, right. I don't. I don't know. I do you. Who wants to watch Mark Sanchez play an entire football game or see uh, what's his name, Josh Johnson? Um, Quick fact about a couple quick facts about Josh Johnson as we go way over this week. Um, <laughs> he was uh, earlier this year. He was uh, listed on the roster of the San Diego Fleet, whatever the <laughs> fuck that is. Um, That's the AFF or whatever it is. The AFF. He also played for the Mark, Sacramento Mark Mountain the Lions. Of course, we all know the Mountain Lions. Um, <laughs> and he last threw a pass in. Uh, in the NFL in 2011, which was the very year that a quarterback named Colin Kaepernick was drafted in the second round. Um, <laughs> so uh, just gross. Uh, yeah. 
Gross all around. Uh, stay away. Yep. If you're a Giants fan, uh, start knitting. Take up a hobby. If you're a Redskins fan, mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you at this point. Pick another right. team. Um, Broncos 49ers in San Francisco. The Broncos are, Broncos are favored by six. I would take the Broncos in that one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Bengals Chargers uh, in Los Angeles. The Chargers are favored by 14 and a half. Uh, yeah, that's a trap game for them. I am not with the rest of the world that thinks the Chargers are serious. I've seen it too many times. I've seen them be 14-2 and two with Rivers and LaDainian Tomlinson and Lights Out, uh, yeah. Sean Merriman and uh, Sean Phillips and all that, and be the best team in the NFL, and they don't do anything. So, yeah, this is uh, one of those games where somehow uh, they lose. But maybe they don't even lose this, but they're losing. They're not going to do anything in the playoffs. I think A.J. Green's out, so I don't know how much you can give the Bengals any chance. No. So the Chargers are going to win yeah. this. You could bet the Chargers with the spread on this one. They're also, if you want to bet the Chargers on the money line, they're negative a thousand. You have to bet a thousand dollars to win a hundred bucks. So mm. there's no way that uh, the Bengals are going to win that. Um, Lions, Arizona, and Detroit. Uh, gross. Uh, stay away. The police. Yeah. Even us talking about it is going to get you arrested, Jace. Uh, so, so John, I got it. Uh, do you hear that in the background? Yeah. Uh, this is the first lightning thunderstorm i've ever seen in san diego in about a decade wow yeah it's it's uh they're gonna declare have they declared martial law (laughs) yeah i don't yeah i don't don't know is there a curfew uh, (laughs) probably are you gonna get ticketed for wearing cargo shorts in this weather (laughs) i mean people are people are just gonna say what is this amazing stuff from the sky like they are they're gonna think they're in a bad tom cruise movie (laughs) <laughs> Which sure. is pretty much just the Tom Cruise movie. Are you talking about Cocktail? Point, right? No, I, I'm talking about War of the Worlds. Oh, I see. Mission Impossible was pretty good. The last one. Oh, the new one? The yeah. new one's good? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. I mean... I like good action movies. It's hokey, I like but... action movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good Mission Impossible movie. It's good. It's go, a... go see Green Book. Green Book was real good. Oh, really? I've heard the exact opposite from almost everyone. <laughs> really? Yeah, I heard Really? That the, I thought it was hilarious. the story I mean, funny is and terrible. It, it, was it funny? I heard that both of those guys are going to get nominations, but that the movie was... Yeah, they're uh, fantastic. They're both fantastic. I mean, the movie is... Viggo Mortensen and uh, Mahershala Ali, right? Uh, yeah, Mahershala Ali. Uh, the movie is exactly... Like, like You read it, you see the thing, and it's exactly that. And I laughed through the whole thing, and I thought it was good. I mean, uh, I'm not saying it's you know an Oscar winner or whatever. I just thought it was great. I don't know. I All like right. those two guys too. So let's go to this one, which is a crazy. This is crazy. Cowboys mm. Eagles in Dallas. The Cowboys are favored by three and a half. Yeah. Um, this is a know, must-watch I, game, right? Are the Cowboys for real? Yeah. Are the Philadelphia's yeah, done? It's a it's a conference match with yeah, postseason a, implications. It, must-watch game, it's definitely one where uh, you have no idea because it's, you know, division games. So if both of these teams, if one of these teams was a for-sure thing and the other team was the worst in the league, they, it still is, is going to be a close competitive game, right? Because they're division rivals, especially these division rivals. So right. it's going to be a great game. I have no idea who's going to win. I think the no Cowboys idea. are going to win. They look too good on defense right now. And yeah, Ezekiel well, Elliott is... Back to maybe this is the best we've ever seen from Ezekiel Elliott. He looks amazing. 
Yeah, I, I I I know you say all these things, but they are another Chargers type team where it's they just don't do it when it needs to be done. You don't you know? think Jason it's... Garrett has them turned around this year? <laughs> Jason Garrett? No, I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's great. I'm glad you laughed. At that. that was a joke. Uh, yeah. Steelers Raiders in Oakland. Does Roethlisberger even play the fourth quarter of this game? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Steelers are favored by I, 10. The over is 51 and a half. I bet the Raiders score two touchdowns, uh, maybe uh, a field goal or two. And the Steelers, I would say, I, score I'm with you on, five touchdowns. I'm with you on Gruden. I mean, if they're smart, the Raiders just don't try to win anymore. And I'm with you on Gruden. That, uh, right? You're, you're thinking that, hey, let's, let's hit the brakes on everyone. Uh, exactly. They're going to be pretty well set up in a number of years and he's got the 10 year thing meaning he's got the time absolutely they're gonna be i I mean the cool mac is an unfortunate thing and you don't want to let a superstar like that go but they got the picks man three you're gonna get those picks and maybe he knew maybe he's smarter than all of us and he looked around this team and said yeah this team isn't as close as everyone might think going into the season we're actually further away so let's start to get these picks i don't know know? if he's same thing with amari Amari Cooper. The Amari Cooper move, it turns out, was a great move. Although it was actually, you know what, on Gruden's behalf, it doesn't look that great because that pick is no longer going to be as good as it was because the Cowboys. No, it doesn't matter. It's still a first-round pick. You can leverage it to to do something. He can do whatever he wants. He can pick whatever quarterback he wants. He could pick. It's a great, that's a great trade for both sides. Great trade. He wasn't working in Oakland. Uh, so yeah, I think it was great trade for both sides. That Bosa kid is coming up. Joey Bosa's younger brother. Who's, uh, he plays for Penn state, right? He's supposed to be no, no, Ohio state. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Ohio state. He's supposed to be better than Joey Bosa. Give, get that kid, get that kid and then get another first round pick. If you have to trade one of them, one of your first round picks away. I mean, that's all he wants. That's all he needs. You know, he yeah. gets his pass rusher that he's been looking for, and, uh, you know, the sky's the limit. I mean, as long as he can yeah. move on from Derek Carr. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, Derek Carr. He's done. Wash yeah, off I your eyeliner, Derek Carr. Yeah, I think he's done. You're a career backup from here on out. Okay, Vikings, say, uh, Seahawks. Uh, in, wow, that's another good one, huh? That is a good one. A good one. Yeah. I Honestly, yeah. it's in Seattle. Uh, which Seattle plays very well at home. They're favored by three and a half. Um, I think Seattle's gonna gonna win this by more than three and a half. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna run away with it. Yeah, I, uh, you know, uh, very interesting Cousins. I, I, I thought it was a smart move by Minnesota, and I think it was a smart move by Cousins instead of going to the Jets, right? Uh, but Definitely, Cousins is exactly who Washington thought he was going to be, and why they never wanted to commit. Definitely. So it's interesting, right? Is it interesting? Absolutely. <laughs> like, I don't think any either side were wrong. The Vikings, think, they should have stuck with Case Keenum. They well, I, well, I don't mind them making that move because they thought they were right there. And hey, if they get in the playoffs, look out. Maybe they, you know, maybe they uh, do a run. You don't know. You don't know, right? Because they have all the pieces, uh, but except for their cousins, quarterback. Yeah. Well, the quarter, I, but he's not. You know. Uh, like we're saying, if Josh Allen turns out to be Kirk Cousins his whole career, then that's not 
horrible. You know, no. it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not this, you know, it, but it's not horrible. If it's a guy who can make the throw, I mean, they lit up, um, he showed up against Green Bay when Green Bay still had a chance, right? And he had an amazing – he outplayed Rodgers. Rodgers is hurt, yep. not having a good year. But, hey, he stepped up. So okay. it's just interesting because they made the right move by getting him, but he turns out to be – you know, we don't know. I mean, he's never going to be anything but himself in, unless he makes a run and wins, right? Yeah. We'll always just – just like – Philip Rivers, just like Tony Romo, and Tony Romo will never Alex be anything Smith. but Romo. Honestly, you know? I think I think that company is too good for Kirk. I think he's him and Alex Smith are the exact same guy. I always get them confused. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They, they're just going to be the same guy their entire career. They're never going to win anything. Um, it's one of those things, you know. You feel bad for them, but also they're not good. There's just yeah. a level of mediocrity that's there. Um, I'm taking Seattle in this one. They're gonna they're gonna win by more than the spread. Yeah, you know, uh, a lot of other people could have had uh, um, uh, for Seattle um, Russell Wilson. Definitely. Do you remember that when yeah. his contract was up? They paid him eighty nine million dollars. Any other team could have swooped swooped in and what. said, "We'll give you one hundred and twenty. He's that whole you team. Know? He is – I love Russell right. Wilson. I like watching right. him play. I like him as a person. Everything about Russell Wilson, I'm on board. He's great. Yeah. And I – you know, Seattle's not going to win it this year. Uh, if they were to win it in the next two years, I'd be shocked. But right. – uh, Well, know. him and, and uh, the coach have proven themselves now, right? Definitely. That the coach proved – or, you know, proved himself before, but – but then it was, well, you let this whole thing dissipate and all that. And they just did it in a different way than the Patriots did it. They actually kept people a little too long, unlike the Patriots, who jettisoned them much quicker. Um, and people started to break down and get hurt because that defense was so prolific. But, yeah, it's a tough game to stay that healthy. And Absolutely. There's a reason why just, Yeah, there's a reason know, why turn it around. People have been saying forever that Pete Carroll's one of the five best coaches in the NFL. It turns out he is yeah. one of the five best coaches. Their personnel is not very good, uh, and yet they are a quality team this year. They are. Yeah, and I, I honestly think Shaquem Griffin uh, drafting him was such a yeah. smart idea. I was I wanted the Bills to take him. I'm, I don't care. Take him. That guy in your locker room. That guy. Putting, you know, just just the, his motor, his energy, his. He plays very. Uh, look, he's a very then, good player. You know, he just everyone's going to feed off that guy's energy, and then the team that has his brother drafts. I mean, that's so smart. Yeah. And you know, that kid's he gets out on the field. He's a good player too. So. <laughs> I think first and foremost, he's a good player. Uh, despite, totally. Despite everything else. All right, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Uh, we we went a little bit over this week. Um, I do want to thank uh, the great Josh Archer uh, for his continuing support. Um, uh, beers on me, uh, Josh, forever. Um, I want to thank our sponsor, Draft. Folks, go. If you haven't done it yet, download the app onto your phone uh, and Text your friends. Do a uh, a fantasy draft. You will not regret it. It's so much fun. Um, I've been up and down all year, but I cannot stop. It's a it's a great way to enhance your Sunday, especially if uh, like 
uh, Vinny and AJ, who are in my fantasy league, your uh, fantasy hopes have gone up in flames. Because they did not make the playoffs. You know who is in first place in the B61 Fantasy Football League, Jace? That's right, uh, me. Who's that? It's me. You know who's yeah. in, <laughs> you know who's in second place in the B61 Maddie. Fantasy? Maddie. Uh Justin. Justin. <laughs> nice. That's a friend of the podcast and uh, my brother. Justin is in second place. Um, it's been a it's been a great year. I can't wait to see how the playoffs play out. I don't think I have a great chance at winning it, but uh, I am in first place, so we'll see how it goes. Go. All right. Also, thanks to you, Jace. Great job, man. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, tell Vinny I said hi. Tell Josh I said hi. And uh, yeah, anytime. Will do. All right. That's going to wrap it up for another week of If I Was a Betting Man.